And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. This is episode number 38. How's everybody doing out there this week so far? My week's it's actually going pretty quick so far. Um, I don't know about you guys, but maybe it's because you know we have football on the weekends again, or you know there's a UFC fight card coming up this weekend, um, which you know I'm going to talk a little bit about the the fights over this past uh this past weekend plus some uh bare knuckle boxing um news they they signed another i consider it a bigger name fighter for them i mean not a big fighter for like ufc or bellator but it's uh conor mcgregor's right hand man and like i said we'll get into that as well but before we do all that you could uh head over to twitter and follow me at Jimbo ST Sports, as well as the show at ST Sports Podcast. And um, I posted another article uh, this past week on BellyUpSports.com. Uh, I talked a little bit about the uh, the, fo- the new football league, Alliance of American Football, and gave my opinions about winners and losers, and what I liked, what I didn't, what, you know, what I didn't like about it. But I mean, they're really wasn't that much to not like about it as far as I went, but we're going to save that topic for tomorrow's show when uh, we have shoulders on. Uh, I know he tuned in a little bit. I think he watched um, the Sunday uh, night football game that was on NFL Network. Plus a lot of other topics. Um, it was a big sports news week as far as football, but we'll save all that for tomorrow. This week with this show, uh, you know, the Thursday show, it's more, it's more going to be a a fighting episode, you know, with UFC and um, bare knuckle boxing. And I know I've been saying that I'm not really that big into UFC anymore. Um, basically, because of the whole John Jones fiasco. And to me, there's a lot, of, a lot of interim titles out there that shouldn't be out there, and you know, just a lot, of, a lot of stuff that has taken away from the. The sport that I used to love to uh, watch, and you know, if you followed us from the, the beginning, we used to have uh, our good friend King on, and I, I tried for years to try to get him into it, and he couldn't get into it until Conor McGregor came around, and you know, got into it a little bit there when Conor would fight, not not when anybody else would fight, but he fell off, you know, um, liking it, you know, ever since the the New York uh, fiasco with Connor and, and uh, Habib, um, you know, on WrestleMania weekend, and I mean everything he said, it, it just looks like it's a, it's been a work ever since then. But enough about that. So yeah, uh, jumping right into it. Last week there was um, a UFC 234. Supposed to be, and there was a little bit of drama that happened. I believe it happened the the night before with uh, the champion Robert Whitaker, who was facing 
um, Kevin Gastelum, who was on the, the Ultimate Fighter. I forget which season it was, but when he was on there, I liked him. I thought he was a, a decent fighter, but has he's had a, a little bit of a rocky road in the UFC between missing weight a lot, a lot, a lot of the matches, even the, the one match he missed by 10 pounds, which that's absurd. I mean, I don't know if it's your your um, nutritionist or you just being lazy, but to come in that much overweight, that's just insane. But, um, so yeah, so the night before, uh, Robert Whitaker, the, the champion, was rushed to the hospital for, and had to have an emergency surgery, which turned out to be a, a hernia um, surgery. Was complaining of, uh, Stomach pains, throwing up, you know, just pretty much all the all the symptoms that this uh, type of hernia. I'm not sure if it was a sports hernia or because I know there's a lot out there. I, I had a hernia myself uh, a few years back. They're, they're no fun. Um, so yeah, so he got he got uh, rushed to the hospital. He was just released. Um, I believe it was uh, yesterday because uh, he was released three days after surgery um, and kind of going back to why I am not following UFC anymore uh, Robert Whitaker was stripped of his title uh, I guess because of this this issue and Kevin Gastelum was awarded and is the new champion for um, the middleweight division. Now, here, here's my problem. I mean, the dude had a legitimate injury that probably could have been life-threatening if he ended up in the in the ring to, with this fight. But yet, you have guys sit out, and again, I'm a Conor fan, two years holding a belt, not strip him and that was his choice to um to, to sit out yeah granted he went to fight um Floyd Mayweather and and you know want to do stuff like that but I mean come on I mean this this is a a legitimate injury and you just take it away because this Ke Kevin Gastelum has been pining for a, a title uh, shot for a while now even though he can't get his weight under control so you love throwing interim titles around why not give him the interim title and let him fight a lot of people are saying Israel Adesanya uh, who defeated uh, Anderson Silva which I'll touch on that a little bit later on about uh, their little exchange at the end of the fight um, and then let those two fight because hernia surgery especially in a, a combat sport like this you're gonna be out months so Gastelum definitely could have another fight maybe two depending on how his, his first fight goes or if he loses um, and if say is the the challenger he still could get another um, fight in I mean, me personally, I, I don't know how many people out there have had hernias before, but I got mine uh, at work 
I got hurt at work, and I was out two months just resting. You know, no work, no uh, physical movements. You know, lifting stuff like that. So you incorporate with being a combat sport. You can't lift, no matter if you can just do, you know, leg work or um, lifting. He can't do anything. So he's going to be out two months there. You got to figure it's going to take another month for him to get uh, back in shape, back in fighting shape. So he's still looking at about four to six months before he could get back. But yet you let guys like Conor McGregor and even uh, Habib now, after this whole suspension saying he's going to sit out till November, so he won't fight for almost a full year you haven't stripped him yet but yet you'll strip a guy that legitimately got hurt had a freak accident and I'm sorry um, I thought it was the night before here it was the night of passed out you know, in, his, in his locker room or wherever it was I, I just, just saw it now the, the article um it just, I don't know, I, I think UFC is doing a, a poor job of handling situations. It's almost like kind of like Roger Goodell, uh, Goodell with the suspensions. There's no, uh, there's, there's no precedent. It just, every, uh, every situation is different. Even though some of them are, are the same. You know, Kareem Hunt, not suspended yet. Yes, granted, they're still doing the investigation, but you suspended Ray Rice for, what was it, three or four games with the video out there that he, he was physical and punched a woman. You got video of Kareem Hunt. Yes, you know, a lot of people out there, out there saying, oh, well, it was a love, love kick. He still made the, the attempt to kick her. What's there to investigate? Whether, whether she was in the wrong or not for instigating him he still made an attempt there should be a suspension right now just like UFC you stripped Robert Whitaker for being hurt why isn't Habib being stripped or um, why wasn't Connor stripped two three years ago when he wanted to go fight Floyd Mayweather when he came out and it was all for the Floyd Mayweather fight. It's all about politics, I think. It's all about, obviously, the money. You know, Connor sells fight. Um, a Connor Habib fight would would sell out again. Robert Whitaker and Kevin Gastelum. Yes, they probably could be entertaining fight, uh, fight, but they're not going to sell out pay-per-views. They're not going to sell out an arena. You know. I, I think that's maybe why this got moved this way. And maybe they're trying to set up the, the Kevin Gastelum Adonise fight because if you guys uh, watch that fight, uh, Adonise versus Anderson Silva, the kid, he's quick. Now, I know Anderson Silva's, what, 42, 43, definitely past his prime. He's a legend. He's. He's like the Michael Jordan or, or Wayne Gretzky of MMA. 
he took a beating, but the highlights I saw looked like it was an entertaining fight. Like I said, I was watching football over UFC. The kid looks good. You know, um, can he be the next Anderson Silva? Listen, that's a tall order to, to, to fill. But you never know. You know, John Jones, before he turned into an ass, I was actually a fan of his. Um, I thought he was very good until he won that belt the first time. And I think the, the hype and the Hollywood stats type stuff got to his head, and that's why he's constantly getting in trouble now. He can't get out of his own way. So let's hope that if the UFC is doing it this way, stripping Robert Whitaker because they want to set this fight or want to try to get Adonis say a quicker title uh, fight, title match, instead of waiting six months to fight Robert Whitaker. I mean, it's, it's kind of messed up, but let's just hope that if, if that's what they're doing and Adonis say wins it, let's hope he don't turn into John Jones because he's a young kid. He's uh, 29. He, I mean, he looks he looks a lot younger. He looks, you know, I, I actually thought he was like 21, 22. But, um, but as far as Rob Whitaker could go, let's, you know, obviously the surgery went well. Let's hope he gets back to uh, full strength sooner than, than later. Because, I mean, I, I actually kind of like him. You know, he, he's, he's a bigger guy. Him and uh, Yoel Romero. That was a, a good fight. Romero, I like. Um, I mean, he's another one that got popped with uh, steroids, but don't even get me on started on with the whole steroid thing again, too. I mean, if you really want to hear me go off about that stuff, then go back a couple episodes when the whole pictograms with John Jones came out. But still kind of talking about UFC here. Um... You know, leading up to the the, pay, uh, the pay-per-view, before even the drama with uh, Robert Whitaker have to pull out due to injury, the Anderson Silva and Adonise match um, was very intriguing, like they said. It was kind of like uh, passing the baton from legend to new kid. And, you know, they, they kind of have the, the same build, or Adonise has the same build as John Jones. But he moves like a young Anderson Silva. Taunts just like a Anderson Silva, which he still taunts. And Adonisei won by a unanimous decision. But the thing that stood out to me, and, and I'll admit, it, when I first got into UFC, I didn't like Anderson Silva because of the whole showboating and um, you know just acting acting like a like a fool. But when he had the fight against Chris Reed, uh, Weidman and broke his leg. I actually felt bad for him. And since then, I was actually still um, rooting for him because it's, for some reason, it may have just been me. It seemed like it kind of humbled him. You know, he lost the belt. Granted, it was because of that injury. But he, it looked like he approached the game differently. So leading into last Saturday night's fight, you know, the, the conference calls, the night before press conferences, you know, stuff like that. They both 
I mean, I, I didn't see no, uh, I, I just didn't see no trash talking, which sometimes it's okay. And these guys really showed a lot of respect for each other. And that's why I'm hoping this kid, this Adonse, keeps this, this, this path that he's going on. Because he sh he's showing respect when respect is shown. And he's trash talking when he needs, needs, to, uh, needs to be done. You know, I mean, obviously you got to trash talk to sell pay-per-views. But right after the fight, when the, the final bell rang, you know, Anderson Silva's, I, I believe it was his right eye, was kind of swollen up a little bit. They both, you know, met in the middle of the ring, was hugging each other, and you could hear a little bit of talk. And, and Anderson Silva said, like, you know, one of the, the greatest moments probably in this, this sports history, I pass the baton on to you. I know the past year or so, Silva's hinted at retirement, but doesn't want to, and you know this and that. But it's it's, and you hate to see a fighter stick around longer than he has to, but it kind of feels and seems like Silva knows his time is coming. Just with that phrase, he he realizes this is the youth, this is the up and coming talent. He's not going to probably be able to compete with it. Even though he went on a nice run, you know, as of late, but it was it was cool for him to kind of give this kid, you know, a little props of, hey, this is your time now, go shine. Um, I I did see uh, Silva did say I think he has three fights left on his contract. He's gonna at least fight those three times, and then whatever the future holds holds. So I think even even if he fights every four months you know that's another year he's gonna be looking at 44 45 and the only fighter that I could remember sticking around that long and still be at least somewhat competitive and entertaining is Dan Henderson you know I was a big Chuck Liddell fan he just came back to fight Tito and got knocked out he's he's way too old you know, Dana White did the right thing by releasing him after, I forget what fight it was, that he got knocked out his last fight. And that was, you know, years ago. So I'm hoping Silva does these three fights. I hope they match up, you know, match him up with a, a decent fighter. You know, nothing, you know, top five, top ten. Just make it an entertaining fight. Let him fight. Let him go out his his horse out into the sunset. And I mean, I mean, come on, let's let's be honest. What kind of career is there going to be another career like Anderson Silva ever did or ever had? You know, it, it's tough. It's going to be tough to to top that. Now, everybody knows I'm very big, very behind the whole uh, bare knuckle boxing fighting championship. Um, pretty sure I, I live tweeted three of the four pay-per-views which was you know which is pretty fun um, you know talking to you guys seeing how you guys think the, the pay-per-views going and stuff like that and what's your picks and this and that and the other thing well <clears throat> excuse me uh, just the other day I saw on Twitter BKB Fighting Championship signs Artem Lobov 
now for people that don't know who he is he's uh conor mcgregor's pretty much his his right hand man um his sparring his boxing partner if you watched the the ultimate fighter when conor was on there uh going against i think it was uh it was against uh haraya faber and lobov was on it lost during the prelims but the, the the show the one thing they changed about was the coaches could bring one fighter back that lost in the prelims and Connor brought Lobov back now he didn't have a, a great UFC career he went two and five but he was well known for the knockouts on the ultimate fighter um, he definitely has some good hands and I think it was last week he asked UFC for his release, which UFC granted him the, the release. I really didn't think he was going to sign with Bare Knuckle Boxing. I know he he tweeted out to them, but he also tweeted out to Bellator. He tweeted out to uh, one championship. You know, I thought he would have stayed with the MMA. But to see him sign with Bare Knuckle Boxing, I think this is going to be... A win-win for both parties. And his first fight is going to be on April 20th, which is my birthday weekend. And I am going to get so wrecked. <laughs> I mean, that's a big weekend for me. You know, you got you got the NFL draft uh, after that weekend. I, I believe it's the 25th and 26th. But... You have Bare Knuckle Boxing uh, 5, which is going to be in Mississippi again. Uh, I don't know if you gamers out there, if you guys are excited for the Mortal Kombat game. That looks good. I am hope I can't wait to get that. But he's, uh, he's fighting also a former UFC veteran, Jason Knight, uh, in the featherweight division. Oh, uh, I think it's the featherweight division. And, you know... Now we have seen though a lot of MMA guys come into this bare knuckle boxing and think you know if you throw all power it's the best thing and if you guys watched I think it was two pay-per-views ago with uh, Crazy Horse you notice you gotta be careful he broke both hands and couldn't go on so the the ref had to call the fight now me and Shoulders had a little talk uh, on last Friday's episode you know about that how you gotta be careful and um, kind of throw 50% power and not full power and just not the other thing that's the one reason why I kind of like the um, the commentators the commentators have gotten a lot better compared to the first pay-per-view they they know they sound like they know what they're talking about especially with uh, Antonio Tarver being one of the commentators being a fellow follow a fellow boxer but uh, as far as Lobov this I let me see here. Uh, Lobov's deal is for three fights. Has a six-figure range according to ESPN. And he's also wow. I wonder if this is going to start going on now. Um, he's also going to really receive pay-per-view points. Now I know UFC does that a lot. I don't know. You know, with bare knuckle being so small, if this is something new they're going to go towards. But. You know, you got Beck Rollins now, the the women's champion. You got Chris Lytle, who has been entertaining uh, entertaining the past two fights, and now you got Lobov. 
Now, again with Bare Knuckle though, he could come in and just completely flop because he thought it would be a lot easier because you know I'm a I'm a puncher, I'm a brawler, which he is, but he could get caught. The other person that I saw sign, um, I think it was two weeks ago, and I thought they signed him to be a fighter, but uh, Anthony Johnson, Anthony Rumble Johnson, used to fight with the UFC. Uh, he went up against John Jones for a title match, but here he only signed on to be a, a fighter and uh, ambassador. But he's still young, and the one comment I saw, um, maybe it was from a fan or from the writer, maybe if he sticks around these fighters, this organization for a little while, maybe he'll get the itch to get in there. And I'll tell you what, if he gets in there, BKB will start taking off a little bit more because now they're, they're starting to get well-known name guys in there. You know, Tony Lopez versus Joey Peltron. Hell fighters, those two, when they fight each other, put good shows on, but they're older. Now, you, you just pick uh, uh, BKB4. You know, you had um, Leonard Garcia, a little older, but big name, well, bigger name, I should say. You know, I, I still stay, say, and I still stick to my um, statement that within the next five to ten years I think you're gonna see bare knuckle boxing more than you know one pay-per-view every three months I, I think you may be able to see it once every two months maybe once a month and it, like I said it's the only thing that bothers me right now and this is me nitpicking it has that um uh, like ECW, you know, for all you wrestlers that used to watch ECW, like that 5,000 seat stadium kind of college production type type deal, and that's fine. You gotta start small because if you go too big, you're gonna go bankrupt. You know, get your name out there, get some of these fighters in there that that people know, get them interested, and it's, it'll just it'll be a snowball effect. But Lobov is definitely a a good pickup for uh, BKB. Um, I'm curious to see how far he could go. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to see. I know. I know. I said featherweight, but that was uh, UFC. I'm not exactly sure what uh, weight class he's going to be in, but you know, we'll have to wait and see. You know, April 20th. I'll, I'll definitely be live tweeting it I'll be looking forward to that one hopefully you know my girl Beck Rollins will be defending her belt then um, maybe Sam Shoemaker get him back up there I would like to see a rematch between him and uh, him and the champ you know, give, give him another, another shot but I, I think that's going to be it for this week uh, at least for our Thursday show. You know, we'll be back tomorrow uh, with shoulders. But before I go, like I said, you guys head over to uh, bellyupsports.com. Um, check out my article about the Alliance of American Football. 
there's a lot of articles on there, not just me, but a couple of the other guys write, uh, wrote a few about, about the, the new league. For you wrestling fans, there's uh, some wrestling articles over there. Also, if, you, uh, if you're on the website, off to the left, there's a list of uh, the podcasts of some of the guys. You know, check them out. Um, and then head over to Twitter and uh, follow me at JimboSTSports. And also follow the, the show at ST Sports Podcast. And uh, I will see you guys tomorrow. Shoulders will be back. And we have a lot to talk about, mostly football. But it's going to be a fun episode, so make sure you check it out. It's your good friend Jimbo signing out.